0: good day and welcome to Holding Fast. Great to have you along on the podcast today. Great to be able to open the Word of God and to be able to share some things that may be a needed encouragement for you as you serve the Lord. Uh, on this particular day, and we're going to begin a journey even today that I have never done before uh, that I think will be helpful to you, at least instructive and challenging to us in terms of our personal uh, service for the Lord. One of the questions that has come to me before, actually on numerous, uh, numerous occasions, we have asked the pastor night at our church sometimes, and in our ministry we take the opportunity to teach that, Uh, But uh, to answer those questions anyway, and uh, one of the things that has often been asked before is about whatever happened to the apostles. Uh, I am currently preaching through or teaching through the Gospel of Matthew on Lord's Day evenings, and one of the questions that has come up recently is, whatever happened to the apostles themselves? Uh, We know that historically, traditionally, many of them paid a real hefty price for their devotion to the risen Lord Jesus Christ. In fact, that was something that was uh, even revealed by Christ himself to some of the disciples that they would actually uh, serve the Lord and it would cost them their very lives to do so. Some years ago, many years ago, I had read an article by a man named J.B. Phillips that was nice in that it was it was condensed, it was a um, brief summary of the history and the tradition that surrounded the Twelve Apostles after our Lord's resurrection and His ascension as well. And if you're a reader of the New Testament, you will eventually find yourself wondering about the fate of the many people that appear. Uh, throughout the New Testament, especially though the apostles who were so important uh, to Jesus and to whom he gave his commission to take the gospel to the entire world. He gave them that specific objective and that task to accomplish for his glory. And you can't glean a lot from the New Testament about what became of each one of the 12 apostles, but there are other external sources that do throw some light on what may have happened to these men. And we're going to spend a little bit of time in the next several podcasts, with maybe a break here and there, uh, looking at what tradition and some external uh, resources outside the Scripture have given us uh, in terms of hints about what they did when they, when the Lord was ascended to be with His Father. Most of you probably listening to this will be aware that the 12 original apostles the one that went the first went first was judas iscariot he actually died at the time that jesus was sentenced to death and of the remaining 11 disciples there is only a new testament account really of the death of james he's called james the greater uh, because there was more than one character by the name of James. There was James the Lesser as well, but James the Greater. He was, the, member, the son of Zebedee and the brother of the Apostle John, James and John, the sons of Zebedee. Um, and about a decade la- later, after the Lord's crucifixion, then James would have been uh, put to death. The fate of the rest of the Disciples And where they preach the gospel of Christ comes from a variety of ancient traditions. A lot of those traditions also apply to Matthias. You remember Matthias who according to scripture he replaced Judas Iscariot and to the death of the apostle Paul we know that he died. But few, if any, of the traditions can really be proved. But for some, the circumstantial evidence and things that have been handed down oral traditions uh, appears to be quite strong. So we don't we we want to be careful about uh, taking these things as gospel. But we know that they went out and gave their lives in service to the Lord. In Matthew chapter 10 and verse 2, you have a list of the original apostles. Uh, and they follow in the same order uh, as listed in other places where the, the names are given. And in Matthew chapter 10 in verse 2, the scripture says, Now the names of the twelve apostles are these. The first, Simon, who is called Peter, and Andrew his brother, James the son of Zebedee, and John his brother, Philip and Bartholomew, Thomas and Matthew the publican, James, the son of Alphaeus and Labaius, whose surname was Thaddeus, Simon, the Canaanite, and Judas Iscariot, who also betrayed him. So that's the list that traditionally is given in the scripture. uh, And that's the same found throughout the Bible. But I want to start off with the first one that's in that list. And that, of course, is the preeminent apostle. And his name was Simon Peter, a fisherman by trade. Peter worked among the Jews before he eventually did reach Rome, we are told, uh, where he continued his ministry. There is some debate as to whether he actually made it to Rome at all uh, and and may have died even before that time occurred uh, in, in, uh, in uh, Israel or Palestine. And along with the Apostle Paul, He probably was executed right around 64 during the persecutions of Emperor Nero. Maybe it had been later in 67, AD 67, but apparently tradition tells us that he was crucified head down at his own request, citing that he didn't feel like he was worthy to die in the same way that his Lord had perished, had been crucified and and executed. Uh, later traditions claim that, uh, that, that Rome uh, built a cathedral, St. Peter's Cathedral, over his grave. Uh, there is a lot of doubt about that, and I personally don't hold to that position, but of course the Roman church does. But suffice it to say that Simon Peter, after his restoration in uh, the Gospel of John in the last chapter there, where he was able to finally see the Lord when they were out fishing, and you know that Peter was laboring under this cloud of having having betrayed the Lord, not just once, but three times. And it must have been something that was just eating at his very soul and his brokenness and his, his regret and remorse at what happened. And he felt like there was no, going to be no restoration, that there was not going to be a resolution to the situation because Christ obviously had died. But yet the resurrection came. And here Simon Peter and the other disciples are out on the Sea of Galilee and they're fishing. And, of course, someone sees the Lord on the shore. And when it's noted that that is the Lord, then Peter throws his robe on and jumps over and swims the hundred yards to shore to be able to be with his Lord again. And, of course, you have that very moving scene where Jesus asks him, uh, "'Lovest thou me more than these?' three times not once but three times as a restoration the apostle peter was had had the privilege to be able to preach the very first public sermon in the book of acts acts chapter 2 and to be able to see many hundreds and hundreds of people come to be disciples of the lord jesus christ you know i'm so thankful for peter because i think many of us can identify with peter many of us are like him frequently Peter was caught up by speaking before he thought. Peter was always, you didn't have to wonder what Peter was thinking. Uh, He was somebody who was very much a man of passions, a man of emotions, and oftentimes the Lord had to correct him on those issues. But our Lord loved Peter. Aren't you glad of that today? I know I am. Uh, Peter was one of those uh, uh, those subscribers to that phrase, open mouth, insert foot, too vigorously. Peter would often do that, and then he would just grimace at what had happened. You think of the transfiguration up on the mountain. And Peter, not knowing what to say, just blurts out about establishing shrines there on the mountain. And I'm sure there were many times that our Lord uh, shook his head and just said, Oh, Peter, Peter, what am I going to do with you? And yet Peter, even in his failure, knew the place that he had to be. He would jump out of a boat and swim all the way to shore to find his relationship with Jesus Christ the way it ought to be. Uh, I wonder, do we today, do we run to self-help books or do we run to the only one that can restore a right relationship with our Father in Heaven? That is Jesus Christ, our Lord, our Savior, and our Redeemer, Simon Peter came to know that perhaps more than any one of the disciples that walked with Christ. A simple fisherman, but a man that loved God and loved our Savior with all of his heart. Why don't we be like that today? Why don't we make that the priority? Let's run to Christ, those times when we have failures in life. Don't turn to a friend. Don't turn to a library book. You turn to Jesus, and He'll answer the pain and the hurt he will restore you to a right relationship by his grace. God bless you today.